0: Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Here's this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce as broadcast on the Salem and Genesis communications networks to over 2 million plus people every single night.
2: And joining us from the frozen tundra in the panhandle of Florida is <laughs> our friend Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com
1: Mr. Captain
0: uh-huh.
2: It's a sweater morning for you, right?
0: Yeah, I got the dog slugs
1: out we were going for a little jog at the beach
2: Okay, well, these people, watch this. There they go. They went back inside really quick because it's 55 degrees outside. It's clear skies. Uh, it's a little bit cool, but it's not unbearable. However, we do have some temperatures to the north of us that are already down in the 40s, a couple of counties north. So, you know, it is what it is. Now, are you ready to say the pledge? You bet. Right. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, to the flag of the, the United States State of America, America. And, and to the republic, republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now, we're going to emphasize again those two words, under God, because our great country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. Well, Mr. Frank, it seems that our beloved first president, last president, some kind of president, wannabe president, (laughs) is having having a problem with his... uh, Approval rating, it's now down to 38%, wow, in the latest USA Today Suffolk University poll. Over the weekend, it was down to 41% in the Emerson College poll, and there was another poll that had his disapproval numbers at 58%. oh
0: well, everything he touches turns to what Camilla smelled. Oh, my goodness. You know- <laughs> I, you know, I—I I mean, it, it, honestly, what is, has there been a success? His biggest success that he's saying in front of the microphones is—is is pickpocketing the American people for one point five trillion dollars, where, where only like a hundred a hundred billion dollars actually goes to infrastructure. Everything else is for pet projects. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, one hundred ten billion.
0: billion. You know? mm-hmm. so I mean, that's his biggest accomplishment. That's what he's crowing about is the fact that we're we're. A, a trillion and a half dollars lighter and we're not going to really see anything for it? No wonder the approval rates are in the tank. Yep. The, guy, the guy is horrible.
2: Yeah. And of course his irresponsible the economic policies have created our unemployment and supply chain disaster uh with people not looking for work because all these mandates he's coming out with. We had a couple of calls in the last hour here. People are actually now resorting to uh, waiting to see what happens with the mandates before they decide to come back to work if they decide to come back to work at
0: all. Well, that's right. When you when you've got when you've got so much safety net at and I use that word facetiously, when you've got so much safety net apparatus underneath you that if you apply for everything you can apply for, you can make well over forty thousand dollars. I think there's one woman who was making over fifty thousand dollars up in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm just by applying for everything she could apply for as far as aid is concerned. Well, when you can, when you can do that and, and just exist off the government dole, as opposed to getting jabbed with, with vaccines that have side effects that are just almost doubling by the day, you know, you have to give it serious consideration if, in fact, you're giving up. I'm not giving up. I believe the country and, and, and capitalism is worth fighting for, but we have to start uh, educating on on the beauty of capitalism. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the only economic system in the history of man that that has created a middle class and upward mobility. You know, the only reason it's being hobbled is because government keeps inserting itself into everything. Whenever you hear regulation, that's the government inserting itself into a natural system. Well, Whenever you hear tax, that's the government inserting itself mm-hmm. into a natural system. The, we have to start pushing back, saying we have to deregulate and we have to stop the taxes.
2: The federal courts are trying right now to block, if you will, the uh, administration. Uh, that's my phone ring. I don't know why. Anyway, the federal courts right now are trying to... Uh, uh, Stop the Biden administration's private business COVID nineteen vaccine mandate.
0: Oh, absolutely, and they should. If if the if the courts actually function without political input, and today that's a coin toss, then this should all be the, the mandates, they're not legislated. They're not legislated. A mandate from the from the Oval Office is not legislation. Mm-hmm. What we're seeing here is this unholy alliance between corporations and the government against the people. Now, by definition, if you're looking at that from 30,000 feet, that is the budding scene of fascism right there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where the government has the private sector doing its bidding against the people. You know, Biden says, we want this mandate for small business. All of a sudden, small business is doing this. We want this mandate for corporations. All of a sudden, the corporations are doing it. We can't have that.
2: All righty. Hold that up, Going to go to break. We're coming right back with Frank Salvato from undergroundusa.com. Go over there. Check out what he has to offer. I'm sure you're going to like what you say. I'll be right back. You're listening to the Captain's America
1: Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion, AM 930. The Answer.
0: Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground, USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it.
2: All righty, we are going to do it. And by the way, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Moss Nissan. Remember, Moss Nissan up there in uh, Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, Nissan and Acura, located on Florida Avenue in Tampa and coming soon to Brooksville, Florida, where there'll be another brand new Moss Nissan in about a month or two. Alrighty, Frank Silvato's back with us from undergroundusa.com. Good morning, sir.
0: Mr. Captain.
2: We have Mary on the line with a question, so here we go. Mary, Mary, what's your question?
1: My question is more com- uh, to uh, pipe out there more components of fascism, which is the government and corporation together leaving out by the people, for the people, per the Constitution. Part of that is called dumbing down America. Part of that is called people that can't curse write right anymore. People who <laughs> yeah. can pass from grade to grade without proficiencies in reading and writing, Uh, just let them go on by. That's the dumbing of America. Why? Because the dumber the population is, the easier they are to control. Our population is going downhill instead of uphill. I think that needs to be put out there and piped all over the place. But you can't get it on the TV, and people don't recognize it.
2: Okay. All right. Well, first of all, uh, I made a comment here in the last hour about this uh, form of socialism progressivism, liberalism, whatever they try to tag it. That's not what it is. This is a new form of communism that comes with a combination of things from World War II, Adolf Hitler, uh, what we saw in Italy here uh, earlier this year, and also some of the stuff that we see going on in other countries around the world.
1: Well,
0: I'm, I'm going to I'm lean towards uh, Mary on this one. There's a, this is a hybrid form of fascism. It's the mechanism that they're that they're bringing uh, bringing in the new stakeholder capitalism into it. That's the Chinese model. That's that central control, and that is that is what you were talking about. That is the the fascism of a Mussolini. That is the fascism of a of uh, Germany in 1939. It's the fascism of Woodrow Wilson. Quite honestly, when you go back and you look in you look at history accurately. The progressives have morphed into fascists mm-hmm. that are pushing this new form of stakeholder capitalism. Again, the Chinese, communist Chinese model. And and because we don't teach, first of all, any kind of recent history in, in schools anymore, um, but uh, history in general, we're starting to repeat the same mistakes. Uh, even when when uh, when I was in in junior high school and high school, we got so into the the founding documents at the end of U.S. history right. that we pretty much only made it into Reconstruction. That wasn't by design; it was just we ran out of time. Now they're not teaching any of that at all, so you never get to the the turn of the twentieth century where where the progressive fascist Wilson administration came in literally being lauded by people like Mussolini himself, mm-hmm. sending letters to the Wilson administration saying, wow, you, you are, you're executing fascism fantastic by it. You are to be congratulated. Germany and, and Italy going into World War II learned from us in the Wilson administration. And I do want to touch on one thing that, that Mary talked about, and that's the, the, the cessation of teaching cursive in schools. If you can't read the original version of the founding documents, they can change it anytime they want. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's the danger of not teaching cursive in schools. If you can't read the founding documents, you can't know what's in them. Mm-hmm. Then you're at the control of whoever's typing them out and the nuances they want to inject into language. And that's very dangerous.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of dangerous, the Department of Energy is being run by the former governor of Michigan, Ms. Granholm, and uh, she was asked a question about how come gasoline prices were so high, what were you going to do about it? Is the Biden administration got any plans? And she just sat there and went, ha, 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 ha,
0: this is hilarious. Yeah, she did her best Kamala Harris. Yeah. Uh, not, not wanting to address the issue. In fact, the Biden administration's energy department is is suggesting to the president that he shut down yet another oil pipeline.
2: A very important one.
0: Yes. So they have no intention of helping you and your wallets with filling up your gas tank. They're going to exact more pain. If you thought the prices during the Obama administration were bad, this guy is going to shoot them through the roof mm-hmm. because they want to destroy the fossil fuel industry. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they if they can't get it because of a supply chain issue, they're going to jack it up through taxes. Well, One way or another, you're going to see $5 a gallon gas before this idiot's out of office.
2: Here's what I was told about the pipeline in Michigan that brings oil down out of Canada and moves it back and forth to uh, Canada uh, to the refineries here in the United States. I was told that if this pipeline goes away it will raise the price of gasoline just in the state of, of Michigan rather 25 cents a
0: gallon. Yeah, and that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning because now that they have the supply chain all nice and hobbled up at the ports they're going to start doing it at the refineries. Yeah. You know, this is this is this is a cancer that spreads. They, they truly, you can't screw this up in the amount of time that they've been in office without a concerted effort and a plan to do so. They want to crash our economy. They want to make sure as many people as possible are on the government dole so they can move forward with things like a universal income supplied by the government, You know, government, everything is centrally planned through the government under the guise of we have to act on this crisis, otherwise it's just going to get worse, people. So we need more control over your life.
1: Mm -hmm. You know,
0: we've been thumping on this for a a good number of months now, but the governors in these states have to start nullifying a lot of what these people are doing. And, And when you have... Really progressive governors like Whitmer up in Michigan, just skipping along with the fascists in Washington, Mm -hmm. we lose one state, to another state to fascism. Michigan, Illinois, New York, California. It goes on and on and on. So governors Mm -hmm. in places like Texas and Florida, you've got to double down, get some hard work ahead of us.
2: Okay, let's jump over real quick and take a question. By the way, you're sticking around after the break here. So, uh, Bagam and Bob, what's your question?
0: Yes, sir, Captain. I just want to ask you, Frank. These people that are reporters and stuff, you know, the reports and stuff—they go to press conferences. What would happen if they were just to flat out call these people lying and stuff? In other words, they've got to get more aggressive with them. Uh, do you think that's an option for them? All right, that's it.
2: Well, go ahead, Frank.
0: Well, if if we had people in the press corps who would actually do that, I would say yes. They do it to every Republican president. Mm-hmm. My my God, for four years, they called Trump a liar, even if he was breathing. Mm-hmm. You know, it started with Bush, you know, and then before him, his father. They didn't dare say it to Reagan because Reagan was too good of a president. But but hell yeah, calling a spade a spade, why not?
2: Mm-hmm. All right, hold that thought. We're going to break. And folks, when we come back more with Frank Silvato, we're going to do a special uh, tribute uh, at the bottom of the hour for uh The chairman of the board. Those of you that know what that means, the chairman of the board. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
0: Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. It's
2: 2 o'clock in the morning and news breaks. When you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. I'll see you there. AM 930, The Answer. Okay, Frank Silvano, I'm going to bring you back in here real quick. You ready for this? Uh, I'm ready. It is the 70th anniversary of the chairman of the board's first performance in Las Vegas. And listen to this. The greatest city in the whole world. Not spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Uh (laughs) I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. These vagabond shoes, they are longing
0: to stray.
2: You remember that song?
0: Of course, how could you not?
2: I'll tell you what they they played that at every uh a ball, a fireman's ball, a policeman's ball uh of course they played it at New year's too, you know uh all over the place and uh, it's still popular today after all these years, the chairman of the board
0: no he's he's iconic it's it's one of those he's one of those artists that reached an echelon that transcends generations. You know, there are, there are people my age, younger than me, in their 20s, who are Sinatra buffs just because of what he is. You see, from the era of like Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. the Rat Pack, you're, you're getting into a golden age of entertainment there where, where, you know, big bands were behind a singer, where it had to be like clockwork rehearsed,
1: you know, without
0: mistake perfect kind of music and he, and he touched the people he, he had new york new york he had chicago he had uh he did san francisco even though it was tony bennett's song left my heart in san francisco fly me to the moon you know it, the hits are one after the other and they're timeless you can't go to and, and i defy this you can't go to a wedding anywhere in the united states from from any demographic, or at least one Sinatra song isn't played. You betcha. You know, so timeless? You know, 70 years goes by too quick when you're talking about the arts. There, there are people who have been number one artists who you can't even recall today because they haven't had the staying power of a Sinatra. Sinatra's timeless. He's going to live on forever.
2: Yep. Now, New Hampshire Governor uh, Chris Sununu has uh, made a decision, or I'm sorry, will be making a decision next week on whether or not he's going to run for the Senate in New Hampshire.
0: Well, it's it, it, he's got a legacy name, that's for sure. Yep. If you remember his father. Yep. Uh, so the apparatus is behind him. Now, some of his decisions have been a little iffy when you're talking about being a Republican, but then again that's being a Republican from New England. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'll be interesting to watch. I think Republicans are going to have a, a very good showing in the next two cycles mm-hmm. whether it's in the House or in the Senate, you know, because of because of what's going on in Washington today and and some of the lessons that people are waking up from, from the Obama administration dripping over into the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this is one of those, let's see how he lays out the apparatus if they get behind him up there.
2: All right. Now, uh, before I go to the call that's on the telephone line here, Donald Trump <laughs> has uh, declared that he's going to be very involved in the midterm elections.
0: No, I, I believe that his endorsement means something. But what, what's more important than his endorsement is his is his clarification of the platform that served the nation well. If he's pointing out that people who are running and he's endorsing hold that platform, and they're not just Trump sycophants, then his endorsement means everything in the world. It's the platform. Remember, it used to be the it's the economy yep. stupid. Yep. Now it's it's the platform stupid. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. All right, well, here we go. We've got Mel in Ter- Saratoga Springs has been waiting patiently. So, Mel, what's your question for Frank?
1: Well, yes, to go back to the chairman of the board for one statement, he uh, longed <laughs> home in New Jersey for the uh, limelight, the skyline of Manhattan, where he could see from his home, and that's why he had to get out and, and hit the road and make his stand in the world from Hoboken, New Jersey. But, Captain, I know that uh, Mary had called in, uh, uh Previously, but I called them to clarify. You know, my vaccine hesitancy uh, forced me to have to take a uh, unpaid leave of absence from my job. Okay. Now I don't sit home on my backside as Chris had mentioned, like millions of others, of, like myself don't. I have to go out and I have to find something else to do, which I've got. Okay. To, what's uh, your question? Which is uh, no. Well, I'm. Well, the question is, uh huh. I'm not. Well, it's, it's more of a statement than it. A question that I want you know, an agreement to because I mean, you don't have to agree, uh, but I don't sit around. I'm working, I'm going to work off the book because I'm not going to pay my taxes to this, this, this fraudulent government. Okay. I will work off the book right. and I will do something else. Thank I you very not-
2: much. Okay. That's, uh, I don't know where he's going with that, Frank, but what do you think?
0: Well, you know, you, you're rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. You, you, you do live in a, in a country where you actually have, uh, well, two to a certain extent these days, freedom of choice. Um, but we do have obligations to the Constitution. You know, we all signed up with this compact. Our states, the states we live in, uh, were citizens of those states. Those 50 states have entered into a compact to form a federal government. We all agreed to pay for uh, common defense and, and certain basic common goods. Uh, the issue here. That many taxpayers, and I'm sure Mel them was taking issue with, is that the federal government has moved just eons beyond where they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to be doing as per the Constitution. Right. You know, we talked about this last week.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: they're tasked with with providing a common defense, yet they have to pass all of these pet project bills, these pork bills, before they even make sure that the military is funded. That's not the way it goes. It's not the priority. You take care of what the Constitution says you must take care of first, and then you you talk about everything else second. Yep. They've got it all in reverse.
2: Mm-hmm. There's 31 days beyond the, the budget being in and the uh, military uh, budget being put into two different budgets.
0: You know, and and now is a perfect time. I know there was a big push when the Tea Party was, was doing it and, and – It was a good try, but it came up short. But we've got to keep thumping on this. We've got to take a page out of the progressive, now fascist, playbook from, from the beginning of the 20th century and bring it into the 21st century by being relentless until we achieve a goal. And what we need to do is have radical reform of the tax system in the United States. Income tax allows for politicians to manipulate everything and create an era of crony capitalism where they reward their people by carving Mm -hmm. out taxes for Mm -hmm. them. What we we need to do is we need to either switch to a consumer, flat, or fair tax, and we have to be relentless until we get it.
2: Yep. Now, we just got an email here from our friend Fred, uh, Fred down in Port Lauderdale. It says, thank you, Captain and Frank. Yes, that is it. Solve fascism, where the corporate world steps into the shoes of big government and executes the wishes and curries favor with big government.
1: Yeah,
0: this is where we are. If you still believe that we live in a constitutional republic, you have not been paying attention. We haven't been that for a very long time. We haven't been that since the 17th Amendment. Right. So if you want to get back to good, we got to start empowering the states.
2: You bet. To be continued on Friday...
1: <laughs> oh, my
2: friend. All right. Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com, undergroundusa.com. Go over there. Check out his website. See all the different things he's involved in. I'm sure you're going to like it. This is the Captain's American Third Watch.
0: You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Silvato, and I'll be right back right after this.